What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. It is episode 758, and we got a ton of stories for you today. Everything about motorcycle safety all the way to what happened in Las Vegas. Finally, there's more information that's coming out. I knew a lot of people were sending me stuff to get out there. But until it was verified by a media source, I wasn't going to put out there who was involved, all that kind of stuff. So we do have confirmation. You'll be seeing the video later as well as a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff as far as the I'm talking one of the biggest freaking uh, rides around. Uh, that came right through Illinois and stuff like that. So you'll see that one coming up first. But before I begin, before I begin, I have to say some stuff here. Have to say some stuff. Everybody has an opinion on the material that they see, not only on this show, but other shows. And one thing I hate is when you get into the tribe stuff. Now, I know, and this is talking about the little Dave thing, that he has supporters that are adamant that he did nothing wrong, where you have the other half that says, well, there's the proof in the pudding. But that does not mean that you go attacking someone. Yeah, I was having a little back and forth with somebody and everybody started to attack him. And I'm like, wait a second. He had nothing to do with this. He put his opinion there. And that's his right to have that opinion. So why are you attacking? That was my biggest question right there. Why are you attacking him? Now, see, I'm used to it. I'm a media personality. Hell, after that show, I was accused uh, from everything from sending dick pics to an underage minor to uh, getting beat up by a prospect on video to calling the cop. I deal with that stuff on a daily basis. I get it. Fans of mine that see that kind of stuff, they get upset. But that's not cool, man. You don't want to keep on keep that kind of drama going everybody gets their own opinions man and that's one thing i never understood about the internet i guess is just sit back and discuss your uh, issues here you don't have to attack somebody and i seen that attack going on i was like you know what enough's enough i'm pulling my stuff down you know he eventually pulled his down uh, that it just ain't right he had nothing to do with what was seen in that video except little Dave himself. And what's funny is, I had one uh, person say, you know what, this drama's as bad as, you know, a general op uh, hospital episode, and it is. It shouldn't be on the news, it shouldn't be on the internet, but there's one guy who keeps going on all these shows, putting out this stuff, even though he's out bad, he's removed from the club, just stop talking about it. And nobody's going to cover it. But when you cover it, or when you talk about it, well, you're a public figure now. It's going to be covered. And 
I'm losing my mind. I, I am. I'm losing my mind because I can't get it through my hooked on phonics dropout brain. Why keep on going with it? Your story was put out there. You even got to come on ours. You did the interview. You tripped all over yourself. A lot of people seen through it. Just leave it alone. Walk away. But no, you keep on putting the problems on a club that you claim to love. And then everything gets heated with other people because then the tribe stuff comes out. Just not cool, man. Not cool. You know, let the clubs be the clubs. That's all I have to say on that one, man. But don't attack people. That is, you know what? That's just so childish to, uh, to threaten other people for their opinions and stuff. Just insane. Insane. Anyway, we're going to go to this first story. It is a good one. We'll be right back. Cross-country tour for an initiative to promote healing among all veterans and their families. With an overnight stop in Belmont County, News 9's Gianna Dupre was able to catch up with them before they made their next journey. The largest and longest motorcycle run in the world has made its stop here in Belmont County on this Memorial Day to honor those who have died serving this nation in an initiative called Run for the Wall. Run for the Wall happens annually every mid-May, and Belmont County's Memorial Day service included all 300-plus bikers, the American Legion, and St. Clairsville Marching Band. We are so excited in Belmont County to be able to host this many people from across the country that have stayed here in the county last night. It's a huge deal for us, and we're happy to have them and support them. A 10-day trek from Ontario, California to Washington, D.C., honoring those lives lost, riding for the ones who can't. But this is the second leg of their journey, adding three more days, called Wall to Wall making their way from the Vietnam Veterans Wall in D.C. to the Middle East Conflicts Memorial Wall in Illinois. They're carrying bio cards for POWs, one's killed in action. They've reached out and met Gold Star families along their trip. One biker meeting the families, knowing the closure it brings to them. We had two Gold Star moms with us um, the other night, handing their son's bios over. Um, for us to carry, and they said it's very healing to them. And at the ceremony, retired Army Colonel Bill Mulvey had one main point to get across during his speech. This is Memorial Day. It's not Veterans Day. We're not uh, celebrating veterans. We're not honoring veterans. We're honoring those who died in our nation's wars. And all are passionate about this day, remembering the ones who were so brave. We have all read their stories, and we will say their name out loud. And all 250-plus bikers will be making their track from here in Belmont County to Illinois for their last leg of the run. That's awesome stuff, ain't that? Man, is that awesome. I love hearing them kind of stories. But also, it is, you know, if you're watching this later, this was about Memorial Day weekend. A lot of wrecks out there. A lot of wrecks. And in some areas, they're really bad right now. In others, not so much. The problem comes down to you got to be careful. Keep your head on a swivel because these cagers really do not care. They're too busy with their phones in their faces to watch out for you. And it's just sad to see families losing loved ones because other drivers can't watch out what they're doing. Take a listen to this. 
There was a record number of travelers on the road this weekend, but it has proven to be deadly for some. By our count, there have been four motorcycle crashes, four fatal crashes in our community within the last 24 hours. Reporter Glenn Count spoke to the leader of a motorcycle club urging drivers to be careful. Well, it has been a deadly and dangerous holiday weekend for motorcyclists in our area with four fatal accidents, and that has prompted a motorcycle club to speak out for safety. One of those accidents occurred yesterday evening around 6 o'clock in Charlotte near 45 and Arrowwood Road. It hurt to see it, knowing how much I love and care about my brothers, you know. Tim Hunter is with the Punisher's Law Enforcement Motorcycle Club. This deadly day for bikers has motivated the club to speak out. My attempt is to try to encourage some of the citizens and motorists to take an extra look. Look twice. You could very possibly save lives. In addition to the fatal motorcycle accident in Charlotte, there was one in Salisbury, Lancaster, and Bowling Green. We'll go on the highway, but... It's scary to. for us. I'd yeah. rather go back roads. Christy and Kevin Leonard have been riding motorcycles for more than 25 years, and this is their Harley. They say it's scary out there. If I come up on the intersection yeah. and a dude's pulled up at the side, yeah. I'm looking for a way out. I'm looking yeah. for somewhere to go if, if, if he pulls out in front of me. Hunter says both bikers and drivers need to be extra careful, especially this holiday weekend. That goes both ways. It does. If you're operating a, a, a car or a truck on four wheels or more, you know, it's your responsibility to get out there on the, on the highway and look out for bikes. And also the people that are getting on two wheels, they need to ride as responsible and safe as possible. Well, Tim Hunter has been riding bikes for more than 20 years and he has a law enforcement background. He says the number one thing that motorists can do to improve safety on the roads is put down the phones and concentrate on driving. Back to you. Sad state of uh, affairs indeed, man. It's hard really going through and losing a loved one to any type of accident. But a motorcycle accident, I'd have to say, is a real hard one to handle when you lose a loved one. Because I'd have to say 90% of the time it's not their fault. And what you hear is, well, I didn't see him or I didn't see her. It's like, come on, man, really? That's why I always said that it would be best if you had these driver ed schools teach these kids about motorcycles, what to look forward to, train them to look. Unbelievable. But that was a good segment right there. I like that piece right there. Uh, the big one coming right now is the Hells Angels Vagos incident. Uh, this was in Henderson, Nevada, I believe. And people were, when it first came out, well, why ain't you reporting? Well, I want to make sure it comes out through the media before we say, hey, it was this club or that club, uh, you know, is what it is. Take a look at this. Seen on a local highway yesterday, seven people were injured in a highway shootout. Here's what we know so far. It happened near the 95 and Horizon Ridge. The investigation shut down both sides of the highway for hours. Sunrise Hospital was also on lockdown for hours following the incident. The hospital says this is actually protocol for a trauma center. Two patients were critically injured. Henderson police have not shared exactly how all of this unfolded and who's responsible for it. So far, there have been no arrests. We're continuing to ask questions to find out what happened out there and we'll bring those answers as we get them. 
scene on a local highway where seven people were injured during a shooting, and now we're learning more about the suspects. Henderson police have identified three people involved in the shooting. That's Richard DeVries, Stephen Allo, and Russell Smith. Police say these men, these three men, are members of affiliates or rival outlaw motorcycle gangs, Hells Angels, and the Vagos. The shooting happened yesterday on the 95 near Horizon Ridge. Seven people were hurt, two patients critically injured. Sunrise Hospital was also on lockdown for hours following the incident. The hospital says this is protocol for a trauma center. The investigation shut down both sides of the highway for hours. Henderson police have not shared what led up to this incident. Ah, the feds are going to be busy bodies on that one. Everybody know that one to be true. Sad stuff, man. Wow. It's going to be one of them summers, isn't it, everybody? You know, I'd like to have one of them summers where there ain't a lot of news stories to cover. That would be, you know, the ideal type of situation, man. I'd be sitting here talking about motorcycles and all kinds of safety stuff and not this kind of business. But, hey, that is the scene. Anyway, we're going to go on to the second part of the show with China now coming in. You can download the app on Google Play or listen to us live on Discord. And, of course, all the replays of every show of Motorcycle Madhouse is on all the major podcast platforms. Let's listen to this song. We'll be right back. Face of history. 
Hail to the king, baby. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Hey, where are the white women at? Killer tunes that don't suck. WMMRDB Rockford. Oh, yeah, the business that I'm in, man. The haters get vicious sometimes. You do a story, you don't like what they hear. Next thing you know, let's see here. Three things I was called yesterday, or three uh, alleged uh, things. I sent a dick pic to an underage girl. I you what? Yes, this is the stuff they were saying. Wow. You know his, you know tribe and stuff like that. They, I guess they didn't like what I had to say about uh, little Dave. Anyway, then I got beat up on camera by a prospect, <laughs> and then people were threatening me, so I called the cops. I was like, "Holy shit! Can you guys like really do something that's believable?" Okay. So- and it's funny. Wait. The one that said I sent a dick pic to an underage girl said that, and I had to post up until they fucking removed it again on my Instagram, they said that I used the Hell's Angels to intimidate them. Anybody knows me knows I'm not close to the angels. Wow. Okay, first off, uh, you don't do dick pics because if you did, I'd have some. No. It happens. Uh, well, you know what happened and they shut up? Uh, I said, post the pics, and then what I'm going to do is drop my drawers, and I'll compare dicks. Hey, it's a dick party. It went away. Uh, uh, <laughs> they didn't like that answer. Oh, well. See, I confront everybody on shit, especially my haters. Well, because they're fun. And then come to find out. Now there's a smear campaign against the Mongols where there's videos popping up all over after yesterday's show that is showing a guy named uh, Mighty Mouse. He's an underground fighter and shit like that. And they're saying that they're accepting child molesters. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> you fuckers can't be more believable than that? <laughs> ah, sad state of affairs. The business that I'm in. I want to see these dick pics, because I bet you I could tell you right away if it's yours. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but they shut up as soon as I said, you know, I'll pull my drawers off. So you got beat up on camera, huh? I got beat up on camera. I'm just like, damn, man, uh, where's the bruises? <laughs> I was like, this is fucked up business. Dude, they must hit bet like bitches because you ain't got a mark on me. <laughs> Just saying. What oh, man. the joys, man. The joys. I thought you wanted to hear that one, though. That is kind of funny. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I want to see the dick pics, though. Yeah. Right? I, I really do. <laughs> I like me a good dick pic every once in a while. I want to see. Oh, my goodness gracious. And then it came down to, well, they're uh, bankrolling your channel for doing this. I was like, damn, man, did I get the money? What the fuck? (laughs) Man, they must have fucked up the account numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, man, give me something. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious, man. (laughs) 
They must not know you so well. They must not watch you. Well, as soon as they brought up the 81, I was like, what? <laughs> they must not watch you. I would have used something else, I think. <laughs> Why would they have gone there? I don't know. Well, you know, that's the way these tribal asses work and stuff like that. It's like, really? I want a hater like that because I want to play. Dude, I get them bad, man. Especially after I do a show like that, they come out of the fucking woodworks, man. Man, I'm jealous. (laughs) My haters aren't that fun. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Anyway, anyway. So that was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. Yesterday was an entertaining day for me, having fun. But I do get, I'm pissed off about that bankroll shit, because I haven't seen a fucking dime of that money yet. Yeah, what the fuck, man? That ain't right. (laughs) Well, it's not in my account, so um, it's not in yours. yours. So what stuff do we got uh, today, uh, Memorial Day weekend? Was Memorial Day weekend. Bad. I mean, it was nice. I'm sure. I mean, in our area, I don't know where about everybody else, but I mean, it was, it was like 90 here. Uh huh. So it was really nice. Um, you know, Chicago. You know, <laughs> this is not shocking. Had uh, 10 people killed and 42 wounded by gunfire over the weekend. The oh. most violent they claim in the past five years. I'm actually gonna be covering. Biden out of my channel, <laughs> the first I'm going to do this, he actually called for 9mm handguns to be banned. I'm sitting there like, are you fucking an asshole or what? What the hell? That's the problem. Anytime people try to do something about gun violence, these loony leftists, man, go over the fucking top and wonder why shit doesn't get done unbelievable i'm sitting here like what the hell are you talking about nine millimeters but before we get started i got and talk about this i gotta play this man i was talking about the mongols thing and it's by maven of the day you should hear the way he sounds the mongols motorcycle club's newest member is a registered sex offender the thing is all he did was take a picture with the Mongols. He didn't have no freaking colors or any of that shit on. Listen to this guy's voice. Hey, what's going on? Maven of the day here. So I wanted to show you an interesting picture that I've seen on the community tab of a well-known YouTuber who goes by the name of Mighty Mouse. Now, a lot of you out there know who Mighty Mouse is. He's pretty well known as an underground fighter, and he is well known for his sparring videos where he spars with different people at different public locations around the country. But he is also very well known as a tier three registered sex offender. The most severe sex offenders are given a tier three designation where they are required to register for the rest of their life. Of course, Mighty Mouse's real name is Christopher Wayne Yarborough. And he was arrested and charged with having sex with a 13-year-old child and spent the better part of 10 years locked away in prison. So he just posted this pic of him with what he claims are members of the Mongols Motorcycle Club. As you can clearly see, some pretty tough-looking guys. (laughs) I just like to lisp, don't you, on this stuff? (laughs) 
is that the real voice, or they use like a voice modification? They had to use a voice modification. Because there's on no this way shit. that's a real voice. Anyway, the picture that I'm looking at right now, nothing. No, he's not a member. None of that stuff. Because I don't. Be- I'll let you keep on going to listen to Tinkerbell. Do you think the Mongols Motorcycle Club knowingly has registered sex offenders as party guests all the time? Do you think the Mongols condone child sex? Or do you think that they possibly did not know who Mighty Mouse was or his charges? Hmm, not a good look for the Mongols, that's for sure. Get in the comments and tell us what you think. Do you think they knew what kind I think he takes it up the ass if that's uh, a real voice. Okay, that voice is annoying. Can we stop that now? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> they th- That's haters. That's what they do. As soon as something drops, it, that's what starts up. I bet you. And now they're it. saying the Mongols take and they approve of a tier three sex offender. I bet you that person with the voice is the one that claims they saw your penis. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's who got your dick pics. I'm telling you. People don't know the life I go through. (laughs) (laughs) I just still... But they start going after the Mongols, and everybody knows if an MC finds out about a child molester or anybody with the sex... Uh, offender list, they're not going to be around. It just doesn't happen. That's because a lot of members have families, kids, grandkids. He'd be lucky to walk out of there if they knew. Sorry, still laughing over the voice. And these are popping up everywhere just to try to make them look bad. I think people in clubs do better background checks than that. Well, they do. Especially when it comes to a sex offender. Not something that's looked upon good. No, that's sadly frowned upon. But do you see the gameplay? Yeah. Because the internet's something special. It is the teacher of hooked-on phonics dropouts. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) (laughs) but the viciousness is you don't use that against a club knowing that then what's even worse is the people that's around him that are club members this guy put on blast and these guys are probably sitting there what the fuck has happened here we had no idea this was going on but now everybody's going to go out there and say, oh, the Mongols, they take sex offenders, when the guy wasn't even a member. Very sad stuff. But I had to throw that out there. I really did. I had to cover that. Another hater. Another hater. I actually got uh, a video I'm going to put out on all this uh, probably tomorrow or the next day. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But this Chicago shooting shit. Yeah. Chicago's a busy area. They have the toughest gun laws in the country. But how many got shot? 10 killed, 42 wounded. Yeah. About half those were shot on the west side. 
in one specific single police district, the 11th district. Oh, that's a bad district. And there were two mass shootings on Sunday. And on the south side, 14 people were shot. And downtown, there were a spike in shootings and four people were hit by gunfire. But you notice that that's not national news. And the reason why that's not national news is because it's in a Democrat city. This is a daily occurrence in Chirac. Daily occurrence. Yep. It's just when it gets hotter out and it's the weekend is when it really gets going. What's even worse about it is, and the reason why they don't cover it, is 99% of those shootings are black on black. It doesn't fit their narrative. They only love doing all the white supremacy shit. But they don't address the real issues going on. No, they never do. I mean, the sad part of it for me when I was reading through all this was that um, one of them that was uh, shot and wounded was a 16-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming wrong place, wrong time. Right. You know, they don't specify, but it just... What the hell? These people get bored over holiday weekends or something? No, like I said, when it comes to the hot weather and a weekend, that's when the shootings start. It's disgusting. You know, go back to old days when you just, like, beat the crap out of each other. Well, that's never going to happen. And what's even worse is kids get uh, caught in the crossfire. But they won't cover it. Mm. This happens in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles. Most of the big cities. Every day, every weekend. But they refuse to cover it because it's black on black crime. And it's run by liberal elites, the cities. So that screws up their entire narrative of guns. They even had, uh, it said on Saturday, there were people marching for peace down Michigan Avenue. Marching ain't going to do nothing. And and here's what they were all yelling. And it was only 50 people that were doing this march, okay? Go figure. Yeah. And that what they were yelling was, there will be no silence until we end the violence, is what they were marching. And they went down the Mag Mile to Millennium Park. Well, let's talk about that. No, the violence ain't going to end until you get back to a family unit where there's a mother and father and there's values and morals passed down to the kids. You stop going out on the street corners and buying your heroin. Stop your gang banging. And there'll be peace. Let's be straight up. 99% of that was black on black in Chicago. And you know what I find sad? You know, okay, this is just my opinion, but when you live in an area and you see what your family, like your your dad or your brothers or even your mom or whatever, and they're into gangs or whatever they're into, 
Wouldn't you as a child not want to follow in their footsteps and want to be better than that? Well, that's why we got our kids out of Chicago. Because we've seen how bad it was. I mean, I get it. It's like a monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. Where kids, this is what they see all the time. So they're just going to follow it and do what they did, you know, what they saw. Mm. But it's like, you know, you would think you'd want to be better. You would think you would want to get away from all that. Right. Instead of be just like someone else. You need to be your own person. But the problem is, is what you said. You're around that type of buyer, uh, you know, environment. It's just going to keep doing that circle. But see, that's when people need to freaking step up and, like, stop that shit. Like, stop that circle. Well, that's where... I mean, I get it. It's a circle of life, you know. We all freaking... People... Um, People just need to have their own fucking minds and not follow what they see. Quit being a follower and be a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, step up, step out of the area, you know, do something better for yourself, finish your school, get a freaking college degree, whatever, get a good job and get the hell away from it. Or it's as simple as the parents taking responsibility and saying, hey, I got to get my kids out of this situation. Well... And if they can't get them out of that situation, then I think the parents need to look at their kids and and tell them, don't be like me. Be better than this. You're better than this. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to get a, get out of here, you know, and, and be your own person and not follow in what we do. But that was the breakdown of the family unit. And you did thank all those loony leftists for that bullshit. Because Chicago is one of the most segregated cities in the country. And it was designed that way. Like I said, you got south side, west side, black. North side's white. Uh, You got Hispanics up in the north side. Then you have... What's on the east side? East side's all your Gold Coast liberals. It's ridiculous how it is segregated. And talking about black-on-black homicide. Homicide is the leading cause of death among young black men and contributes significantly to a shortened lifespan of the black male in about, and listen to this, in about 80 to 90% of cases that is overwhelmingly huge. The black victim was killed by another black. Well, and I do find it funny that majority of these shootings were on the south side or the west side. Well, that's what I mean. It's a, a war zone in Chirac. Once you get south of the Eisenhower, you're in freaking Chirac, man. You're like living in Baghdad. With the exception, of course, of the four that were shot downtown. But. Right. And this marching shit ain't gonna work. It, and this gun control stuff isn't going to work. It's the mentality of the people. And that's just it. Why is it? I mean, I get it. They want gun control. Then maybe they should really pay more attention to who they're selling guns to. Well, I'm a and, believer and, and people are to get pissed. I believe in background checks. They used to do them. Well, they do them here in Illinois and they do them in a lot of states through NCIS. But I'm talking about an actual one place where they'll do backgrounds and 
the mental shit comes up. Because it's mental crap. Me, I believe, as far as felons are concerned, once you do your time, you pay your debt to society, you get your gun rights back. That's what I believe. But backgrounds, there has to be 75-80% of people that believe in background checks. And a lot of in the NRA, which is being bashed, agrees with that also. It's not hard to do it. You got your void card. Yeah, I have a void card. I do. I got mine in a concealed carry. It wasn't that hard. No. You go, put your background through, get your gun. So what's wrong with that? The extreme people will say, well, the government's going to know where your guns are. Dude, you white uh, right-wing wackos, man. There's nothing wrong with the fucking background check. <laughs> but again, the problem... Well, because it's like you, they run that background check and it's like you can't lie. No, you can't. You can't lie on like filling out a piece of paper. Because you could lie all you want on that piece of paper, but guess what? They're going to run your shit, and they're going to catch you up, and then guess what? You ain't getting shit. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's I don't know. Now, if they would have ran a background on that shooter down in Texas, they would have found that he had mental health issues because it was everywhere. And I do believe that that should be required to be reported. That way you can't get a fucking gun. And go out and shoot motherfuckers. Do you agree on backgrounds? I think they should have background checks. Because it's like every every mass shooting that we hear about, whether it's Sandy Hook, whether it's uh, the down in Texas, whether it's at a concert, whether it's... You know, whatever. All these mass shootings that we've been hearing about all come back to the person who was the gunman. Mental health? Was mental health issues. He was crazy, motherfuckers. And it's like, okay, I get it. We all have some sort of mental issue. Mm. I know I got mine. Right. And I wouldn't want you to have a gun. <laughs> and that's just for personal reasons. <laughs> I don't want to get shot by her. <laughs> well. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, come on. How hard is it to just tell a person, no, sorry, you can't have one? Yeah, there are other ways and avenues people can get guns. But see, that's where yeah, I, I had think. Yeah, to go to six corners and. But I think and get that's also. But I think that's also where they need to do more. I don't know. Hmm. What what is what is it? I'm trying to say. Their dil- due diligence. They're not on do- somebody. They're they're not doing anything for those that are selling the weapons on the street corner. Oh no! Their uh, DAs and judges in Chicago release them with no bond. Or L.A. same thing, no bond. That, that shit don't work. And then they go out and recommit right away. You know, why Why can't they... Okay, this is going to sound really bad, but why can't they have it where you have to have a psychological exam 
by a psychiatrist. <laughs> that I think is, you get a gun. that I think is too far. You that think I it's think too it, far? that is too far. I think. What I do think is if yeah, they're but in it, counseling or a mental hospital, that it's reported. But I don't believe in examinations because then you're going against the Second Amendment. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just well, they're good points there. to bring out there. I mean, you I'm make good conversation. I mean, I'm just putting it out there because it's like, come on. I mean, you know, they do a background check on you, but I think majority of the time they do the background check to see if you have any, you know, previous arrests or whatever. Mm. And, of course, like me, I got, what, maybe a speeding ticket? Right. So, hey, but got, got my FOIA card. True. True. But at the same point, and I'm going to piss you off, <laughs> you know, you've seen some counselors and stuff, and I think at that point, <laughs> I've seen your card should be fucking revoked so you don't shoot Hollywood. <laughs> I do. Revoke that bitch's shit. <laughs> I've gone to a psychiatrist. But... To go in a different direction, why the hell did our Border Patrol, and you know what, you guys might get pissed because you're saying, oh, you're supporting cops. No, I support my Border Patrol officers. I really do. I support them 100%, just like I do firefighters. Why did they have to stop this? Why did our Border Patrol have to go and stop this? And off-duty, too. Because the cops were sitting around playing with their peckers. I told you they had their dicks out. I don't want to go in there. Do you want to go in there? I don't want to go in there. <laughs> and what's even worse is they had a mass shooter training session three weeks before. That's just downright crazy. It's insane. Did you, did you notice what was put in Discord there? What? About Texas. Oh, prayers? Yeah. No. No, what? <sighs> Dark soul. Oh, well, if he went through the background check, and that's what I'm talking about, Dark Soul, is tighten up that background check where you have to have mental institutions, counselors, psychiatrists, report their mental conditions. Because that is the leading problem of these mass shootings, is mental health. It ain't the gun. Take the gun out of it. It's the mental health of the people doing it. Because the first thing that all these people do with mass shootings is cry mental health. No, they usually are weak motherfuckers and shoot themselves. Or make it where the cops shoot them. Or make it, yeah, you know, suicide by cop. Yeah. Suicide by cop is prevalent. But he had a whole history, if they looked at his social media, of being a fucked up kid. Guy shot his grandmother, for Christ's sakes, beforehand. Yeah, and the sad part was with that, I don't know if anybody knows the details about that, but uh, the grandmother actually was shot in the face by him. And she survived Mm-hmm. So now the, that yeah. was not one of the deaths with this shooting. She was he shot her in the face, and she lived, and she is alive. She wow. survived it. Now let's address Grandpa Slayer here. Yeah, 
He had one misdemeanor domestic after 22 years of marriage like five years ago. Now he cannot own a gun for any reason. He's going into red flag laws, which I believe if he's in this situation, he should be able to have a gun. But did the domestic have anything to do with a gun? That's what I'm saying. That would mean everybody who's, you know, gets slapped around can't, you know, slap somebody can't have a gun. And does that extend to somebody that was in a bar fight? But the cases got dismissed. Because if that's the case, guns are gone all over the fucking place. Then there might as well not even be any. Right. Now, if it's an initial ongoing situation, like it's imminent that somebody can get hurt, yeah, take their shit. Put them on there. Yeah. Put them in the freaking psych ward. I mean, when they when it comes to like what Grandpa Slayer said, I think you know he should have the right to be able to bear arms. And that's what I said about felons. Once see, you I'm on pay the, your, I, su- I'm on the fence with that one. Well, I believe once you pay your debt, you should get your rights back. Okay, but how many of those people that have paid their debt to society and uh, do it again? Well, this is true. There's that argument, too. So when you but say what that if they somebody go, that what if they go 10, 15 years without doing anything and they live a freaking, you know, good life? That's just like my little brother. He was in prison. Yeah. But it was for not guns. <laughs> it still was a big crime. Yeah. But he's been straight for what? 15, 20 years? 18. 18 years? Yeah, longer, a little bit over 18. So why shouldn't he be able to get his gun? Because he was a felon. He's a felon. He was a felon. But he turned his life around. And see, that's the other thing that I don't get, too. That's the other thing I don't get, too, is those that were arrested and did their time, and what about those ones like your brother? I mean, he had it expunged off his record. No, he didn't. Or did he not? No, he did not. Okay. I was just, I thought that they were... And I think even with an expungement, they're still going to hit him. What, I mean, it would still pop up. But it? 18 years, he's been straight as a fucking arrow. Yeah, he did what he needed to do. He paid his debt. Now, do you think after, say, I think as five as, years or ten years, I, they should get I it? I think as far as, I mean, there sh- I think there should be a time limit. Like, a felon can't just get out and be like, who, I'm going to go get my FOIA card. No. There needs to be a time limit when they're released, if that's the case. Like, five years. Right. Five years. Five, ten years that you have to be straight as an arrow. On and a straight and arrow. And I think that's reasonable. That, I mean... But you got... Because I, I'm, I'm sure when felons come out, if they're going to recommit a crime, it's going to be within the first five years. In my opinion. And let's remember, though, there's this other angle... They made it to where felons couldn't own guns after JFK was assassinated. Before then, it wasn't an issue. But it was a different time period. Yeah. So do we have to adjust with the times? 
where it's a more violent society now. Well, isn't that what everybody says? You got to adjust with the times, just like, you know, old school bikers need to adjust with the current right. shit. Exactly. Which a lot of people, that's not an easy thing. And I don't think adjusting with the times is going to, I don't know. Now, depending on the felony is going to be the next question. Well, if you uh, if you sex, go in, a if sex you, offender, go fuck yourself. I don't think a registered sex offender should own any type of weapon. Uh, no, they should be in public. No, I ain't gonna get. Well, let's not go offender. there. Let's not go there. And then, of course, uh, you know, armed robbery. Maybe fifteen, twenty years for something like that because they already used the gun. All right. So we really want to talk about this gun thing. Well, how about this one? Mugshot release for 10-year-old Daniel Isaac Marquez, who threatened to shoot up his school via text message to his friend. 10 years old. Yep. They don't have the brain power to understand that. Florida authorities Monday released the mugshot and arrest footage of a 10-year-old boy accused of threatening to shoot up his school. Hmm. Sad. And the... County Sheriff said, while I understand the boy is 10 years old, his brain is not fully developed, he's a juvenile, I have to tell you, when a 10-year-old presses a trigger, the aftermath is the same regardless of the age. But there's circumstances in that. To hit a 10-year-old, knowing damn well, that's just like some of them, they got freaking 10, 11-year-olds that they charge as an adult, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. In the video, they show Daniel being let off with his hands cuffed behind his back. And according to what they say, Daniel told a friend in a text message about wads of cash and to get ready for him to carry out a mass shooting. And this is from a 10-year-old because he's probably too busy playing GTA 5. Doesn't know the difference. It says that uh, they claim that they have a zero tolerance and our children are going to be safe no matter what. And they investigate every threat as if it's real. Mm. So the boy was charged with, as a juvenile, with making a written threat to conduct a mass shooting. Well, we got to ask our audience what they think of that. I want to go back to Chase 1%er here and get your opinion here. In Texas, it's not a misdemeanor that uh, red flag law or, you know, domestic abuse. He's a two-time convicted felon for drugs, and he can't get a gun. I think he should have his gun. Drugs is one thing. I think that the feds and cops are... In the drug business because they like making that money on forfeitures. But because you're involved in drugs doesn't mean you can't have a fucking gun. What do you think? Well, there's a big difference between drugs, sex offense, murder. <laughs> there's a-, a huge one. Yeah. Most of the people that are in prison shouldn't be in prison because of drugs. I believe that 100%. I don't believe they should be there if they're using. 
That's fucking stupid. You're overcrowding, but you're making your money. That's what they're doing, is making their money on each inmate that's in the joint. Yeah, and look who's paying for all that. And Dark Soul brought up, they can't do it because of HIPAA. It's true. Maybe HIPAA should be changed, where, yes, they can report this stuff because it's in the public good. I mean, if there's a if there if there's a psychiatrist that's you know doing counseling for a person that has basically said that they're going to kill people or has extreme mental issues, I, I think the public should be aware of that person. No, I believe not the public, but a background check if they're going for a gun. They we, they should know the hey, no. You ain't getting shit. And you know damn well they'll never change that. And that's the sad thing because if they were very serious about addressing this problem, that's where they would start. Mental health issues. That's where they should start and backgrounds. Now, when we come back, we're really going to get to people. And we're going to talk about AR-15s and if people should have them and um, our thoughts on them type of weapons. We'll be right back.
Insane Throttle TV app on Roku now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC, only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roku TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. All right, for those of you that aren't in the Discord server, we are having a pretty in-depth conversation in there about guns and kids and mm, video games. And, okay, you know what? A lot of people blame video games for kids having gun violence. Well, you know what? Parents, stop fucking buying the games. Okay? Straight and simple. Or teach your child the difference between a fucking game and real life. There is a fucking difference. That is a game. There's not shit you do out in real the real world or else somebody's going to end up hurt or dead. I agree 100%. Like GTA 5, I always go back to, why would a parent buy a 10-year-old that kind of fucking game? And I get it. Parents buy the games for themselves. And of course, if you ain't around, the kids are going to play them or maybe watch you play them. Which we all know that happens if you're playing like GTA or whatever. The kids are going to be walking by or whatever the case may be. And they're going to see what you're doing. They're going to see you're running over fucking hookers and beating up hookers and doing all kinds of shit in these games. Right. But it's like they you need to be able to sit down with your kid or the parents need to sit down with their kids and explain the difference between a video game and real life. This is a game. This is for fun. This is real life. You don't do this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So they they can't keep blaming video games for kids doing all kinds of violence. I'm sorry. Because if they do, then I think the parents need to take responsibility for their actions. And the fact that they did not teach your kid properly the difference between right and wrong. Very well said, Chiny. Then we're talking about, also talking about, you know, having guns in the home. Well, okay, I know a lot of people, even in this town, that have gun cases that don't even have fucking locks on them. See, that's fucked up. And, I, I believe in trigger locks. And I know back in, I know back in the day, back in the day, like Grandpa Slayer said, you know, they his dad had his guns and like coffee cans and the bullets and in a walk-in closet, but you you know, he knew not to mess with them. Well, uh, he okay, was taught. See, but see, that's just it. You need to be taught proper etiquette with a, a, a weapon. Well, or, or like Hollywood said, I mean, uh, you know, whenever we had any guns in the house, we always had trigger locks. Right. You know, so they they pick it up. There's nothing they can do with it. Right. It, it's locked. You know, and not only did we have trigger locks, but they were locked in a safe on top of that. They used to have classes in high and schools about guns. But it but it they took them out. Well, and, and, and I know, I think it was Dark Soul that said something about there were gun safety classes in school. Uh, but it's like, 
I get that they have the gun safety classes in school, but these are teachers teaching you, and I'm sorry. I think parents should be teaching their kids, just like with sex education. I mean, there's so much you should only talk about in schools, but as far as guns and stuff like that, I think that should be the parents' responsibility, and the parents need to step up and explain to their kids, you know, definitely what's right and what's wrong. I do have an interesting question for Chase. Yeah. Because he is in Texas. Don't they have a law with what we are talking about where so much time passes for a felon that they can have their gun rights back? I know that's one of the reasons why Jesse James out of West Coast Choppers moved there for his blacksmith business. Because he was a felon and he was able to get his gun rights restored. I'm just interested in asking that. Because I don't know. Because I think that would be a badass deal. Well, yeah. And like Marbick just put, you know, his kids played those games. But he explained the difference between real and fake. And that's just it. Parents aren't explaining shit anymore. Like, like Chase One Thinner said. He said some parents are fucking lazy as fuck and don't do what's called parenting. I agree with that 100%. I'm sorry, but you need... The parents nowadays are getting lazy and they're fucking... Here's some electronics for you. Bye. Go away. I think that goes when you're talking about laziness to... And I hate to bring up race or ethnicity... It's different. It's a different culture. Like, the family unit in Latinos is way different, man. They're very family-centered. Very family-centered. Whites are kind of like in the middle. And I'm sorry to say, with the problems on the south and west side, blacks have to get back to that. And I think that correlates what you see with gun crime. And boy, am I going to get the hate mail on that. Next thing you know, I'll be fucking a guy or some shit. That's the next you thing that's going to be said. You were fucking a dude with a gun. No. Right. <laughs> but I'm serious. Parents need to just do what they're supposed to do. And you want to protect your children from violence outside the home. Then you got to make sure that you teach them... How to properly respect shit, like a video game, or a gun, or, okay, kids still play with fucking knives. You you gotta teach them what's right and wrong, and that's what's wrong with a lot of shit today, is kids are not being taught fucking what's right and wrong. Well, that's even... That's why a lot of the kids today have no fucking common sense. They're fucking stupid. Well, it's even to the point where... You actually got to teach your kids what to do in a, ma- and that's sad, a mass shooter shooting. You got to teach them what to do. Well, they do have at our, at our high school, they have drills mm-hmm. on what to do during a mass shooting. Right. They actually have drills at the school. And that's a sad thing that comes and, to the and, school. And, it's, and it, it is very sad. But it's like a lot of the things that they do at the school, like when our daughter used to come home, and mind you, this was, you know, years back because she's seven years out of college, like through college now. But it's like she would come home and tell me about it. And I was like, what the? F- they want you to hide where? 
And I'm mm-hmm. like, I would be, if I found an exit, I'd be getting the fuck out of that school and running my happy ass home. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to hide in no fucking closet at a school. I'm not going to hide under a desk like it's a fucking tornado. Right. What the fuck? Usually at this time we go and do Cards Against Humanity. We'll be pushing that off because we're running a little uh, extra time here on this subject because I think we need to. China! Yeah. Tiny. What? What do you think about the AR-15s? What do you think about the AK-47s being in uh, personal possession? Um, I say no. And why is that? Because people don't know how to properly use those. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm kind of torn. No, I say no. I have no issue with people having rifles because people hunt. Okay. Weapons that you use for hunting, I have no issue with that. Handguns, I have no issue with that. Me personally, I won't ever own one. I'm not. I think lie. you're scared because I put a 357 Magnum any mother, in your Any head. motherfucker that puts a fucking 357 in my little fucking hands and never and, shot people, and I have never shot a gun in my entire life, and that is the first gun I shoot. Oh, thanks for not telling me it has a fucking kickback so I could <laughs> fall on my fucking ass in the shooting range. That was fun, but once I figured that shit out, I'm like, dude. Hold my back while I do this because I can't keep my balance. Right. But it's like, yeah, that was just fucking stupid. But, I mean, it was funny, though. I ain't gonna lie. I fell on my ass. But it, I have no problems. And, and me, personally, I won't. I, I'm not a fan of guns mm. myself. Mm. But you got to be able to protect your family. You got to be able to protect your home. You want a 9 mil? Get a fucking 9 mil. You want a fucking... 357 get a 357 these big huge like guns that you would be carrying like in the military why the fuck do you have them i think there's a disconnect between urban settings and rural settings in rural settings i don't think it would be so bad but when you're in a urban setting Shit, a nice six-shooter fucking three fifty-seven snub nose would do the job. But these 30-round clips, it's like, dude, if you need a 30-round fucking clip... You must be a bad shot. You're a bad fucking <laughs> shot, dude. I mean, and I'm not going to lie. We got, what do we have, pellet guns and shit like that? And we have we have a little target in the back, and I'm pretty fucking good. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. If it ain't a kick. If there's no kick to this weapon, I'm a, I shoot it. I mean, I've shot in our, the ones that we have out in the, out on our target, and I'm pretty fucking good. I can hit some cans and everything else. But it's like... Uh, now, ARs are just dressed up. I understand that. But these AKs can be turned into automatics. You got your bump stocks that can turn it into automatics. They're... And... A lot of people are going to debate, and the argument usually is, well, we got to have them to protect ourselves from the government. Maybe. Maybe. But at the same time, if you're in an urban area, why the fuck you need one of them? I know, if you live in, like, a city, like, like well, I grew up in Schaumburg, so it's like, <laughs> you don't need that shit there. Mm-hmm. But then you get into the argument, well, does that infringe on our Second Amendment rights? 
And thus, there's the issue and the divide. Now, this crazy Joe going out there and saying, well, you shouldn't have a 9mm. Come on, really? That is just freaking insane to say that about a handgun. And the problem with these idiots, this happened in Texas, correct? What? The shooting. School shooting? Yeah. Yeah. These liberal prick motherfuckers in Canada are now proposing a law to ban all handgun uh, possession. It's like, come on, really? You're going overboard on this shit. I was being called a pussy in here. <laughs> Cause I, cause maybe because I won't own a handgun. Uh, <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, Duke says, automatic and repeating crossbows. Uh, I, damn, I didn't even know there was that shit. <laughs> see i come from a, a my i just like an old fucking 357 snub nose or a 38 special you know i don't like glocks or any of that because they you know eject their fucking casings and you know allegedly easier to find out your ass all right morbid god give me a break here i don't know what military weapons are and what's the difference between those and regular. well they I say the know. ar-15 is the civilian uh i'm not deal i'm not, I'm not a, to the m16 I'm not, I'm not a gun knowledgeable person so and Stop calling me a pussy, you dick. <laughs> she is little, and that kick from a three fifty seven kicked her ass. She's a little girl. I'm not, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> but I'd be interested in hearing what everybody has to say in Discord about <laughs> AKs and st- Co- what? Coastal. <laughs> oh, I don't own any guns. They live with me on their with their own free will. <laughs> Duke says criminals and outlaws don't obey gun control laws for some odd reason I can't quite figure. Well, then we have to go back to an incident where a bandito was pulled over. He was legal. And because... He was designated a gang. They arrested him and tried to take his rights away, even though he didn't do anything. There's so many angles of conversation and debate on this issue. It's just way out there. And it's time for the leftists to shut the fuck up and come into the middle. And it's time for the right to get off this bullshit. And come to the middle and at least agree on a background check. That is simple shit right there. We can debate uh, how high powered a rifle is or shit like that later. But let's come together and do something we actually agree upon. Bedlam. Okay, turn in your guns and see, guaranteed, not one motherfucker who is a criminal will turn in their guns and you'll find yourself at gunpoint in a week 
turn your guns in. Go ahead. <laughs> LOL. Well, that's the argument of the right. That is. It's always been the argument of the right. And that's why I say those type of issues push aside and at least do the background check for a mental illness. Change HIPAA where you can see that kind of shit. Because if you look at the mass shootings, these assholes were freaking cracked out of their minds. Columbine, Florida, Texas, New York. They're never going to change HIPAA. That's one common denominator was the mental health. And then you got to deep dive into mental health and see how you can help people instead of locking them in a fucking prison. You got to see the signs to where you can get them help if they need. That's just like our homelessness problem. A lot of them people ain't out there because they don't want to work. They're fucked up in the head. They need help. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't see... I don't see Biden's dumbass actually getting any of this shit changed. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna go against people's Second Amendment right, well, which one are they gonna go take away it next? Which amendment's gonna get taken off the amendment? What list? rights you mean? Yeah, what's what's gonna be taken off the next? The, what's gonna be the next thing? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got a right to do you know protect themselves and do what they need to do for their family and for themselves. But it's like I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut the fuck up about rifles and shit because I'm getting teared down from every angle on that one. So thus, I'm just gonna leave the that shit issue alone. of our time is how to stop things. Mental illness has to be the top. And the family unit has to be the second. And the third thing is raise your fucking kids right. And get rid of this bullshit where a parent can't beat the shit out of their kid. Spank that ass if they do some shit wrong. That's what I truly believe. I think that's the problem. The government has got too far into our daily lives. If you can't spank your kids, then you're going to see prisons full. You're going to see this kind of crime. I oh, truly believe that. I got Dark Soul coming after me now. <laughs> China, there's the problem. You telling everyone that they need training, but you said you can't tell the difference between them. Lack of knowledge leads to misinformation. He kind of has a point. I don't. This is why I don't fucking have one. <laughs> what the fuck? But we should have education in schools about guns. Okay, well, you like know, it used to I be. I know down in, south they do. I never came in contact with a gun until 28 years ago mm. when we were first together and you took me to the shooting range. Well, then don't prior you think there should be prior education? To, prior to that, never ha- had one in my hand, never seen a family that I grew up around with one. My family never had one. Well, with everything that's going on now, do you think there should be part of the school curriculum? I think that's training and guns. But do you think that should be in every school or yes, just I do. in specific areas? No, I think every school. Say high school. Well, that's what I mean, but in every area or more in like the rural areas compared to the urban areas. That's uh-huh. my question. 
But then uh, again, the thing in uh, Bedlam with our law in Illinois with the void. Uh, if you've ever been in a mental institution, you can't own one, but it can be passed as you have to do is lie on the forms. No, they go deep in Illinois with the void stuff. They actually got access to some of the shit. Bedlam is in Illinois. Yeah, but yeah, with the void card, yeah, they go deep into that shit. But going back to the training... Why can't I mean, you do that? I think I think they should. I think they should do something like that. But I think it needs to be at, like you said, like at the high school level, not the younger kids. Well, maybe even I'm wrong there. Maybe junior high kids. Down south's a lot different type of culture than it is up north, because that is their culture as a gun culture, and I remember. All that bullshit where they had their family unit, they were religious, whatever they uh, worshipped, and it was their guns. Now, see, Bedlam brought up a good point. The right to own would have to be checked at a federal level, not a state. The right to own would have to be checked at the federal level and not the state level. See, that's where... I believe there should be a centralized system. See, that's another uh, deal. For constitutionalists, I believe in state rights. I believe the federal government was put in place just there to protect us from foreign shit. See how everything goes back and forth where there's a lot of debate and issues that need to be solved instead of all this tribal bullshit. Because it should be at a state level, but at the same time, you have to have a core where all the states report or get their reports on somebody from a centralized type of deal. Uh, let's see here. Morbix. Let's see here. The last one, yeah. My pure AR has been in the house for 30 years and hasn't killed anyone, but it gets blamed for everything. That's a good point. But at the same time, does somebody at 18 years old that doesn't have a background check need to have one? Because ARs are the most popular guns in the United States right now. So it all comes back to something we agree upon. And let me add, let me take a poll. In Discord. Do you believe there should be a background check that comes from a centralized system where all these states feed into to see if somebody's fucked up and should have a gun? Yes? No? Maybe? Do you think it's going to help the situation? Where it might avoid something like Texas where you guys did say he did buy it legally. Okay, if he bought it legally, did they know all the facts behind his mental illness? Probably not. No. And that's another argument, uh, Duke, that everybody puts up. Is how 
other countries disarmed their citizens and all kinds of holocaust came. That was geopolitical stuff that happened. That had to do with the people letting those type of uh, dictators in power. That's like you hear from some old Germans that are left. Well, they were brainwashed. Plus, they were going through a depression from World War One, where people, all they wanted was a better economy and a better standard of living, and Hitler got his, he got into it. He used that against his people. And then, yes, he tricked them into disarming. So there's so many things around when a country does that kind of stuff. And yes, once you take, once your guns are gone, they're gone. Just like Canada, you guys better fight your ass off up there. Australia, same thing. Biden stated that at no amendment was absolute. The only way that holds true is with a convention of the states and they agree to repeal an amendment, just like they did with uh, the alcohol and all that bullshit. These politicians can talk all their fucking crap and they can brainwash their followers. But there is a process in the United States to stop some shit like that. And that had never happened. You're getting some answers. One is yes, maybe, not sure, and no. See the differencing of opinion. So what would be the reasoning for those that say no not to have a background check? What does it do to take away your Second Amendment right would be the next question. We'll be right back to get those answers after this. We're running long today, guys. We'll be right back.
your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now at BookmarkHarleyLiberty.com. Rock Okay, my question was, for those that don't want to do a background check, is why? Why not do a background check? How does that affect your Second Amendment rights? Because you have to have a background check. That's the only way that this country can come together on an issue is to hear both sides of the argument, ask the questions debate that, come to an agreement in the middle to solve an issue. Each side has to give a little bit in order to fix that issue. So that's one of the reasons why I asked that question. Morbic. I done my time, I just want to do my thing and be left alone. And if I want to be a gun to shoot targets or hunt with it, I don't want some punk ass that never done anything telling me what I can or can't buy. There is one aspect of the conversation. And of course, Morbick served uh, his country... And I believe right there, if we're talking about a family unit and I like to, uh, or, you know, a good citizen, because we know civics classes have been taken out of high school and all the other schools. What do you think, China Dow? Do you think when a kid turns 18, they have a choice? Go to college. Or serve two years in the military. And that happens in a lot of countries where you have to do a certain amount of time in the military. And what that does is give you a basis in reality, gives you discipline, and it makes you a better citizen. Do so you the think option would be either what? Go to college. Go to college or serve... In the military. Or take away college. No, I think they should have the choice between college and military. But I think Or serve in the military and college is free. Oh well, yeah, that's true too. I mean our kids eighteen. To be honest with you, I wouldn't want them in the military. I'd rather see them go to college. Okay. That's my opinion about our kid. But it's where they learn something. Where a lot of people, oh, a lot of kids, after high school, they just go out there, fuck off, and get into trouble and shit. But I think it's the lack of discipline that is another one of the problems. They don't have discipline. They don't have an outlook. That's because the discipline nowadays is called take away the electronics. No, they need to go back to old school with discipline. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, 100%. They need to go back. Would you think it's a bad thing? Because it actually works out in a lot of countries where you do a couple years of service. 
I still think the military should be a choice, not a force. Mm. That's just, dude, I cried when I had to sign him up for the military when he turned 18. I'm Selective like, service. Whatever. I, I cried. I'm like, no, not my baby. Mm. I didn't even know I was supposed to fucking do that. It was our daughter that told me. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. I was like, why? Why do I got to sign him up for this shit? So my daughter's like, fine, I'm just going to do it. Mm. So she did it. Do you think serving the military would do some of these kids good? I think so. Give them the discipline that their parents didn't give them? I think, yeah. There's a lot of kids out there that probably should have just went to the military just to get the discipline that they should deserve because the parents are too afraid to discipline very true and you know what i can't even blame it on the parents because the government stepped in saying it takes a village to raise a child and you shouldn't beat their ass if they do something wrong well now you got the kids you know the kids that know more in their all Doing the, I'm going to call the cops as you hit me. Well, fucking call them. I'll beat your ass right in front of them. I don't give a shit. I'll whoop your ass in front of the cop. You actually asked the cop I about this issue. And what did he say? I asked actually three cops. One when we were out in Chicago because our son, you know, called 911 when he was little. And yeah, you, and, dumb fucker. And, and your ma told the cops to come. <laughs> and I asked that. That's an Italian motherfucker asked, right there. I asked that one. And he's he's like, you know, Chicago. And I'm like, all right, what is considered abuse when it comes to children? He goes, you can hit your child with an open hand as long as you don't leave a mark. I wish it was like that when I was a kid. I got punched with fists. And so then what did I do since I work and see cops on a daily at work? I asked two of the cops. One was a sergeant and the other one was just a regular, you know, officer. And I asked both of them. And they both said that, yes, you can whoop your child's ass with an open hand, not a fist. Uh Uh-huh. So, hey, people, you can still spank your fucking kid and not get in trouble. Well, you got to remember that's Illinois. Well, I'm saying for here, anyways. I mean, don't be shy. Ask a cop. Now, look at Bedlam just said. And I love this answer. I really do. Sweden, they have to join at the age 18 regardless. And Sweden's a badass country, man. It is peaceful. So there has to be a correlation... With them having to join at 18. I think Israel's the same way. Grandpa Slayer, it says, do women have to sign up for the draft when they turn 18? No, they don't. Nah, no, they don't. They had a chance to pass because I that even, law. Because I even asked our daughter that when she was signing up our son, you know, for the whatever the thing is. I asked, I'm like, why the fuck didn't I sign you up? Because I'm a girl. That is what she told me. I think it should be equal. And you know what? There's a lot of women out there that know how to fight like a man. They, with everything from World War II, Vietnam, and I'm not talking about U.S. stuff. I'm talking about other militaries that allow women in there. And they kick some fucking ass. They were more feared than some of the men were, especially some of them women snipers. 
They put a bullet right through your head in a heartbeat. And uh, Bedlam says, and they have no issues with kid delinquents in some of these countries. That you have to serve some military time. I think that could be one of the answers, but that could never happen until the military changes its way of thinking. And you got all these freaking tree-hugging politicians that have never let it happen. And America is really known, and Duke, I think he's from the UK, think of America as a gun-toting murder capital of the world. It's either Al Capone when they hear Chicago, <laughs> or it's the gun violence... Al Capone. When they hear about America. And sometimes they don't understand what the hell is going on because they don't have the same problems as we do. No, they don't. I think the U.S. has more issues than other countries altogether at this point. We got issues. We got issues. <laughs> and we need a lot of tissues for our issues. Mormick, exactly right. They learn discipline in the military. And a lot of kids don't have that, so they need it. So I think we really hit on a good issue here. But I think the takeaway would be we all have to meet in the middle somewhere to fix the situation. Because kids shouldn't have to be scared to go to school. Parents shouldn't be scared to send them to school. Well, and people that work at the school shouldn't be scared to go to school. Our, and, daughter, our daughter worries every day. And kids shouldn't have to be shot playing in their front yard. Very tough issues, man. It only can be solved by asking questions, debating both sides of the issue, and coming somewhere in the middle to solve them instead of being assholes and tribal to each other. And I have come to the knowledge that I need more knowledge on guns because I'm gun stupid. <laughs> Everybody needs more knowledge. They get to learn every day. You know, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, you can. <laughs> Just saying. Thanks for the conversation, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.